Hello everyone and Namaskar. Today's discourse is titled, The Phases of Human Approach, and No Date or Place is Given. Each and every object of this universe, whether animate or inanimate, moves. Movement is not only the order of life, it is the order of the universe. Everything is moving, and in this created world, each and every being has something to do with the three fundamental relativities, time, place, and person. There cannot be any absolute cessation or absolute pause. Cessation is a relative phenomenon. Everything moves. This earth also moves. The sun with its planets and all the stars move. Nothing can be made stationary. Nothing is fixed. Human beings are also moving. But wherever there is movement, there must be some goal. Goalless movement is abuse of movement, abuse of rotation. The unit mind, the mind of the microcosm, moves along its internal path according to its many desires, aspirations, and instincts. And it will continue to move like this until the goal is reached. What is the goal? Sarva jive, sarva sangste, brante, tasmin hangso, brahmyate, brahma chakre, prittagat manang, preri tarancha, matwa, yutastastena, meritat all unit entities, all unit structures, revolve around the nucleus consciousness in the cosmic cycle of creation. This rotation of theirs will continue as long as they think that they are separate from their creator. When they become one with the nucleus, they will attain immortality. The movement is towards the universal hub. So many units, so many microcosms, attached to so many quinquilemental structures, are moving towards the universal hub. They are moving knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or unconsciously, and a very, very few are engaged by the cosmic centripetal force, or Vidya Shakti, in Sanskrit. When a microcosm moves with the aid of the centripetal force, what happens? The internal structure is metamorphosed into the cosmic soul. First, its cruder elements get powdered down. Then, its quinquelemental expressions are metamorphosed into ectoplasmic structures. And finally, those ectoplasmic structures are converted into cognition. At that time, the unit cognition, detached from base and crude entities, becomes one with the supreme cognitive faculty. That stage is a state of salvation, the state of supreme emancipation. Sarva jive, sarva sangste, brihante, all unit entities, all unit structures. These microcosms have different physical structures and different psychophysical structures according to their reactive momenta. They are moving with so many thoughts, so many ideas, so many aspirations. Their movements come to an end when they come in closest contact with the Supreme Entity. How does one come in closest contact with the cosmological mystery? The Rishi, Sage, says, Yushtarsta tastenam mrita tuameti. A microcosm does so when it feels that it is a blessed being, that it has been blessed. Its existence has been blessed by Paramapurusha. Now this movement is a phased path, and there are four main phases. They are known as Yatamana, Vyatireka, Ekendriya, and Bashikara. Yatamana, the microcosm wants to move forward. There are so many obstacles, so many mundane bondages both external and internal. As you know, these internal bondages are known as ripus, 
enemies, and the external fetters are known as pashas, bondages. One will have to look forward, fighting these internal and external bondages. All those bondages on the unit cognition are of a baser nature. When a microcosm wants to move a step forward, so many inimical entities assemble and try to defeat that microcosm. So sadhana requires a sort of fight. Rather, it is a fight against all the degenerating agencies. In this first stage, the microcosm tries its best to fight against these internal and external enemies and tries to move forward. This stage is known as yatamana. How does this fight take place? How can one fight against these enemies? Certainly one moves forward with the blessing of the Supreme. Without this blessing, one cannot move a step forward. Because those inimical forces, those degrading forces, are very strong. Vyatireka. The second phase is called Vyatireka. The aspirant establishes his control over a particular internal or external enemy, but is still defeated by certain desires. Suppose there is a man who never takes bribes. He has established his control over the propensity of loba, greed. But he may be addicted to drink, so there he is defeated. Or that man may be a, a miserly fellow, again he is defeated. Or that man may have some special attraction to some house, land, or other property. In this phase, one has established oneself over certain propensities or over certain degrading elements or enemies, but is defeated by some other elements or enemies. The second phase of human approach is called Vyatireka. Here also one cannot move a step forward without the grace of the Supreme, because one's fighting stamina gets inspiration from the Supreme. Ekendriya. The third phase is Ekendriya. In this phase, one establishes control over certain degrading propensities or over certain fetters related to a particular sensory or motor, indriya or organ, of one's structure. But one is still defeated by other enemies related to other sensory or motor organs. For instance, a person may establish control over all the propensities related to the eyes or related to the tongue, but be defeated by other propensities related to the ears or to the nose. He or she will not see anything bad because he or she has established control over his or her eyes, but will still be defeated by smell. The person is master over the taste or textual organs, but is a slave to the smell organ or the ears. When that person gets the smell of, say, tea or coffee, he or she will ask for one cup. Here the person is defeated. Do you not feel like this sometimes? So this third phase is called ekendriya. One has established control over a particular indriya, or over a few indriyas, but not over all. This is called ekendriya. The fourth and final phase is vaishikara. When one establishes control over all the 50 controlling propensities of the human structure, and also over all the motor and sensory organs, it is called vaishikara. When is this vaishikara stage attained, and what does one do to be established in it? A person is established when that person establishes her or her proximity to the universal hub. He or she becomes one with the Supreme. This is the human approach towards the cognitive stance. Now, one must remember that during this movement on the path of righteousness, one needs stamina, needs vitality, and for this one gets inspiration from the Supreme Father, from Paramapurusha. By His mercy one can do anything and everything, 
Without his mercy, even a blade of grass cannot move. In the history of our human society, sometimes it so happens that a major portion of the people who used to get inspiration from their environment cannot, due to the influence of antisocial elements, get that inspiration. When such a situation is created, it is the duty of the nobler and better portion of the human race to guide others so that they may not feel any difficulty due to unfavorable environmental pressure. These people are the Samaj Gurus, Gurus of the society. They help people at times of such adverse environmental conditions. But sometimes it so happens that the social, spiritual, and the psycho-spiritual environment gets so polluted that even those Samaja Gurus can do nothing for the weak and suppressed mass. The mass becomes helpless. Then what to do? People must not feel afraid of such environments. Lord Krishna said, Yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata chavyut tanam ma dharmasya tadatmanang shriya myaham Bhagavad Gita. O Bharata, at a time when dharma is distorted and a dharma is ascendant, I create myself out of my own fundamental factors. O Bharata, here Bharata means Arjuna. Bhara in Sanskrit is a root verb that means to feed, and ta means that which helps you in your all-round development. So Bharata is the entity that feeds you and also helps you in your all-round development. And such a country is called Bharata Varsha. Varsha means country. This is the exact meaning of the name of this country, India. This is the spirit of the land. Here Arjuna was a king and was addressed as king. That is why he is called Bharata. Whenever such an environmental degradation takes place, whenever the position of Dharma is degraded, is degenerated, and goes below its normal standard, and the common people cannot get any help or any encouragement from the environment, when to become good is a crime, to become a moralist is foolishness, that is when common people are not getting any encouragement from the environment, and when hypocrisy is the biggest and highest qualification, then what is a common person to do? There the Samaja Gurus will fail to help the mass. They fail to guide the mass because they also get degenerated. When the leadership is degenerated, the mass becomes blind. The blind cannot lead the blind. But the common people must remember that Paramapurusha is always with them and will take the necessary steps under such circumstances. Lord Krishna said, When the leadership fails, I come. I come with the quinquilemental structure of a human being. I create myself, make myself. So under no circumstances, under no environmental pressure, should a person be afraid or nervous or encourage any sort of defeatist complex or complex of helplessness or hopelessness. People under circumstantial pressures, under environmental pressures, sometimes resort to falsehood or resort to antisocial activities. But even their future is not blocked forever, not sealed forever. Lord Krishna said, Apichet sudra charu bhajate ma mana nyabak sopi papa vinir mukta mushate bhava bandanat. If even the most wicked people worship me with a concentrated mind, I will liberate them from the three bondages physical, psychic, and spiritual. Thank you.